Good day, listeners. Talk of not being on the podcast streets for a minute. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to Conversations with Nikki. You are with your girl Nikki, and I'm not alone. I am here with my co-host that has been my he has been my co-host for this series, the marriage series of the podcast. And he is my husband. Uh, before I take it over to him, this series is called Broken. If you have been listening to our previous series, we spoke about the bow breaking, we spoke about um, marriage, the honeymoon, and now we're talking about broken. It is a very painful topic, not really painful, it's not painful per se, but it's something that hurt when we went through it, both of us, and God has obviously healed us and is healing us. And we are now in the process of we are in the restoration and God has restored us. But now we talk the dirty, nitty gritties. You know when someone is all bare and all naked? Yeah, we're going into that. But before I go any deeper, help me welcome my co-host, Tapelo Tubbs. Hey, baby. Hey, what's up? How are you? I'm good, what's up? How's your week been? It's been all right. So why haven't we been recording? I don't know. <laughs> to your show, I'm the guest. I'm not the co-host. It's not conversations with Nikki and Tabs. It's conversations <laughs> with Nikki. Yes, yes. Yeah. No, it's been hectic. It has been hectic. I wanted mm. you to say it's been hectic. We're one. Even though it's my show, we are one. Mm. I'm not working three jobs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, story for mm. another day. Mm. Anywho, so, okay, I guess in this part of the conversation, you asked that I go first. Hey. Yeah, we'll see how it goes, eh? And you can also ask questions along the way. Yeah, I'll see. Okay, mm. so to my listeners, guys, we had left off where we had moved into a new place, but there was still that one painful thorn, which was no communication. Mm. And obviously with no communication, you build up little, um, little, 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 little hedges of um, distance between each other. And so um, I think our hedges really started building up and my mom then came through. So prior to my mom coming through... Hedges or walls? Walls, hedges, like hedges. Hedge, isn't a hedge like like grassy? It is grassy, Mm -hmm. but like little hedges. Okay. Okay, we could say walls. (laughs) Okay. Um, So prior to... So now Tubbs was staying out late. Right. I started the groove life. So he got back into the groove. <laughs> and um, obviously where I was at. And so bear in mind, my husband and I, prior to us getting married, we'd actually go out together, like go groove together and everything. And then when I got married, I just became rigid, I guess. I was like, nope, new role. And I guess it's also seasons because remember... Um, there was children children came about so there's a responsibility a greater responsibility not saying that my husband's not responsible but we we then kind of like had our own because of no communication we had our own separate lives and i just thought the groove is not for me because yeah guys when i was 16 16 up until 21 i grooved like i enjoyed life like drink what Oh, yes. And at 16, (laughs) my best friend can attest to this. 
that was it was you know no not no tsungi at that time wasn't yet there but at 16 um one of my friends had a 16th birthday party and her mom bought us a six pack of brutal fruit that was my first taste of alcohol lo and behold anyway but i i enjoy i enjoyed my life as in i i lived and the reason why i'll say i enjoyed my life i i it was wrong it's not good to party the way i partied but i i lived that out i exhausted it to when i got to 21 i was like okay time to focus and try make money type thing Anyway, so I was not in the mood to... I was never about going out because I was like, when are you going to grow up, love? I mean, come on. <laughs> We're 30s. We need to be focused. And you're out here wanting to go groove. I mean, groove up until late hours. So now my husband was grooving at the same time, working late. Mm. But when, did it mean that... Um, does it mean when a person groovers, they're not growing up? In some way, yes. And to me, in some sense, it does, because why would I go spend money on something I'm going to pee away the next day (laughs) as to reinvest that money or buy stock, you know, get me some money. That's that's just my take on life. Mm -hmm. That's why they say enjoy when you're young. So when you're old, you build. You That's build. not in the Bible. No, it's not in the Bible. It's 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 it's, it's, it's Nikki's in Nikki's book of the law. I'm joking. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. It's my own opinion. Anyway, so he was now coming home late, guys. Your husband. Imagine my husband was now coming home at like three, four in the morning. Yeah. And I was tired of addressing it. Like I got to a point where I was like, you know what? You live your life. I don't care anymore. I got to that point of not caring. But you know, it's difficult. It's difficult to have a person out and you you don't care because you won't sleep. You, especially here in this country, um, with the high rate of accidents and stuff, every ambulance or something you hear, you're like, is that my husband? Because he wasn't even answering my phones. Anyway, <sighs> um, I'm not going to get into the gruesome, gruesome details. But fast forward, um, I could now sense the same feeling I felt when the first infidelity happened, where you know mm-mm, someone else is taking my position over here. This is my husband's attention is not fully on me. It, he he is literally he's snappy with me. He's not he's not being open. He's not being transparent. And so um, there was a phone call that had come through on his phone and this person wanted to speak to my mom and we were outside washing the car. And so this person spoke to my mom as well as then the person asked to speak to me. So I had the phone on speaker because we were cleaning the car and then a message comes through and a message is like, did you get home safely? And I'm like, who the hell is this asking my husband if he got home safely and i'm like i'm still you know looking at this message i'm like okay i'm not gonna answer this instead i take my phone out to take this person's number down because i'm like by the time i'm able to you know my husband will come and get the phone so one thing about when trust is broken you second doubt yourself a whole lot yeah there's this there's this there's this it's like the enemy uses the enemy uses that brokenness to manipulate a situation of where you as a person start second doubting yourself and you don't 
you don't you don't know what's what's true and what's not because um the one person who's in sin is able to manipulate you to think no but then i didn't say that and you think but you did say that and so you start quest- you question yourself a whole lot so with that and it's something that obviously came from my past because my dad would question us a whole lot to a point where you would think but is this person okay i i why is he questioning me so much i know what i said and i'm saying it as the truth but his questioning was to try get you to admit to something and so it's a trait i then took upon myself where i'm like uh uh-uh, uh i need to back up everything everything if someone says this i'll have a backup to what you're saying i'll make sure i record you so when you come back i'll be like yay and that comes from my childhood of my trust being broken as a, from a child from a early from my early childhood as well as what my dad how my dad would interrogate us so i got that bad trait and i brought it into our marriage but it was triggered by trust being broken so i'd now so anyway took the girl's number down i'd now question everything cubs would say because he would come back and be like no but i didn't say that and i'm like what am i losing it what's going on so anyway long story short um he was busy with that girl um and i confronted him about it and he denied it and i was like nah brah nope 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 something's not right anyway i then got to a breaking point where i was tired because it was not it was now more than one person it was not just that one there was more and it was his attention being split amongst different people and so when you don't have your husband's full attention it hurts so i was hurting and i guess um for me i was tired because we're not addressing anything he's coming home late and that that literally leaves a door wide open like wide open for the devil to come in and do so many things so so many things guys so a week so we weren't addressing things uh a week before we actually had a huge fight i had a dream and kind of i'm not i'm now not praying because i'm like i've stopped praying for this person because i'm like god i'm tired for, of praying for this person he's not changing nothing's happening i am tired i'm done i'm done i'm done i'm done oh 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 i forgot to let oh so we went for counseling right yeah hey i don't know how my take on counseling but um what i will say is guys god is the originator he's the person who fix who 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 designed marriage and when things are broken he's actually the person you're meant to go back to and get wisdom should like should god come back and say okay go talk to this person you get wisdom from him and my husband and i didn't do that we didn't get no wisdom we just went to counseling because we thought ah we're broken and i'm not saying counseling is bad i'm saying because of the attack that was on our marriage that didn't need it didn't need human intervention it needed a person who was it needed a spiritual intervention if i can put it in layman's terms anyway so we go for counseling but the thing is we're not addressing the spiritual attack we're addressing surface issues we're trying to get to the root issue we had in this meetings with tabs parents as well 
um we mm-hmm. yeah remember we had meetings at your dad's office oh. and everything and yes, they kept like asking the us they kept asking us guys what's wrong and we were both like we're tired we are tired we're tired and we could not get to the root issue because it was not a surface thing this was a spiritual thing and it needed a person with spiritual But insight that, yeah. but at that time we didn't know it that's why it's very important when in marriage you keep praying for your marriage because god will reveal to you these spiritual things so we just kept saying we're tired we go to counseling we're not addressing the issue they're just telling my husband repent 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 and he's not ready to repent because can i say when when you're when you're blinded in sin at that moment you're not <laughs> repenting is like but why and why you know can that's i say that your that's my view anyway yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's your view oh wow love look at yeah. that side eye like <laughs> anyway yeah. so they were saying he must repent 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 and um so my okay. thing i can add like my thing i'll say my is my side of the story in the next episode mm-hmm. right um but yeah like my 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 thing was um yeah i don't want to say too much uh, but for me repentance is a personal thing but i'll i'll explain why i say that mm-hmm. in a moment and i was in a space where i wasn't going to repent because someone told me to mm-hmm. and i have my reasons for that mm-hmm. yeah anyway anywho so <laughs> it was like guys it was very sour it was very very sour hostile it was a cold like when you come home you'd feel it was cold it was empty because my husband and i are both angry at each other we're not talking this you can see there's just you know stupid spirits that are just hanging around stupid women who are trying to take my husband and everything or oh, my husband's entertaining stupid people anywho ah so a week I was, i was saying the week before i then had this dream So the dream was um so my husband had had now got into a habit of not coming home early. He would come home the next day. So in my dream I woke up and he was not at, he was not by my side and there were people trying to break into our house. So I'm like where is Tubbs? I try call him. His phone is not he's not answering his phone and I'm peeping through the window and these people are now trying to come in. So I run downstairs to go close the sliding door. so that these people don't come in and when i get downstairs i see these are women trying to break up break into the house so i was like oh hell no i'm not going to be scared of women so i go upstairs and i scream thieves 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 to get the neighbors to wake up and then they run away and then i quickly ran and i closed the gate because our gate wasn't closed and i closed the gate and then um There's a black horse um in the next dream a black horse my sister was riding a black horse and this horse fell on me and I couldn't breathe. So remember I did, I was not close to God or connected to God to interpret this dream. But now in retrospect that was a spiritual dream where God was warning me there is an attack coming to your marriage. But because I was so consumed in my hurt, so consumed in myself, so consumed in saying I am right, Tubbs is wrong. Tubbs is wrong. I am right. What Tubbs is doing is wrong. And I was so focused on that that I didn't realize the attack. I was consumed in self. 
anyway, um, sure. And then my husband. So that's a week. And then a week after that, so I, t- I did tell. Did I tell you about the dream? Yeah, I did. I did tell him, and he was just like, "Oh, you know, you dream." <laughs> we were not connected, so he's just like, "I." Anywho, all right. And so, um, yo, guys, and things are happening. The car was breaking down. Yo, weird things. Weird things were happening. Like I feel God was trying to get our attention but we were so consumed in self i personally think that mm. anyway um so now we're into the fight so the day of the fight my husband sends me a text message and he's like yeah if you if you if we oh no sorry so <laughs> so, oh, wow. so 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 the day of the fight so on the weekend my husband disappeared friday saturday sunday he was at a funeral and at, he was at after tears. Oh, but I didn't disappear. Wait, you came back like six in the morning, seven in the morning with your cousin on Friday. Saturday, you came back seven in the morning. And then you slept for two hours to go to the funeral that started at nine. Yeah. So there were after tears. I now I was like, I'm done asking. I really don't care. And I'm like, hey, bro, which black person, which white person, because it was a, a black person married to a white person, has after tears. I, because our cultures are different. And from my understanding, white people don't do those things. But anyway, so I was like, I, I won't question him, whatever. But my heart was not settled. I was like, no. There's a lie to all of this, but whatever. He came home Saturday, 7 in the morning, slept for two hours, and then went to the funeral. This is a funeral that we were meant to go together, but yeah, things happened. And then he came the following Sunday, but he came late. Yeah, he came back late. And everything. So this whole time he was at a funeral. So the day of our fight... Um, on WhatsApp status. So he goes and he takes our son into the school. I look at our, I look at the status and I see that, hey, hold up. This is not a funeral. Someone had posted a status and my husband was in the status. This is not a funeral. And in my rage, right, I see other things. And so I was now angry, but I'm not a person who confronts. So the whole drive I was angry at my husband, but he didn't know. I didn't address it, nothing. I'm like, so you lied. You were not at a funeral. That was what I thought. Anyway, fast forward, he sends me a message and he's like, we should stop fighting. So my husband's trying to reach out, guys. He's trying to reach out. He's like, can we stop fighting so we can, so things can align? And I think I thank God for that and my husband that. Even if there's chaos and everything, my husband will always somewhat reach out. And the reason why I'll say this, you'll understand the chaos that then continued to play out. But he's still, he's still shame in his genuineness, tried to keep reaching out to be like, come home, let's fix this. And my stubborn self is like, no. Anyway, so he in that moment was reaching out. He was literally reaching out. And I think as women, we need to, when a man... Yes, Tubbs was doing wrong things and everything. I will not deny that. But when he was reaching out, that's a lifeline. That's him trying to say, hey, hello, I'm here. 
let's try work things out. So he was like, can we stop fighting so we work things out? Aha, me and my stubborn self, because I'm in rage. I am angry. I am covered in anger. The devil is raging in me. And it was raging in me. And, you know, being angry is not a sin, but what you do with that anger is a sin. And what I was doing with that anger, I was plotting revenge. I was pissed. Mm. Anyway, he said, and I'm like, well, you need to stop cheating. That's what I tell him. Imagine I, a person is trying to reach out. I slap him back with a sin, with his sin. I slap him back with his sin. Here's a person reaching out to be like, hello. I, I may be wrong here, but hello, I need this. And I'm like, slap back, throw back your vomit in your face. Get back to cheating. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, that night played out. That horrific night. It was such a horrific night. Ugh, I'm not even going to go into detail. It was a horrible night that actually um, I ended up, um, we, the helper, went to the guards. You to get into detail. Huh? You're getting into detail. No, I don't want to get into detail. Okay, so? So, well, I ended up leaving the house. Yes. I actually ended up leaving the house with my son. My daughter was at a friend's sleepover. I was like, I am leaving the house. I cannot. I am done. I'm leaving you. I went over to my sister's house. And um, biggest mistake of my life because now I had left the gate in my dream wide open. That was my dream. The attack had now started living out itself. Um, so I left the house. Um, we, my husband then tried to keep reconciling. So I was like, I don't want, I was enraged with anger and it's very important who you keep around you at that moment. Um, sure. Because some people will whisper or say things that will not build your marriage. But in that moment, they, and their hearts are good because in that moment they want, they're all for you. But then they don't know the purpose of your marriage. So they will be for you, but they do not know what the purpose for your marriage is. So it'll be, but you deserve better, Nikki. You this, you this as to what is the purpose in your marriage. So, sure. Some people were like, I should leave my husband. Others were like... Yeah, actually, and that at that moment, a lot of people were like, "So what you gonna do? What's your decision?" And I thank God that still in that chaos, I had a sound mind because I kept saying, "I'm not in a position to make a decision." I'm still. I was very emotional. Yeah, yeah. That separation was the hardest, hardest, hardest separation. You wanna talk about it? Now or no 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 I'm not, know, must no. I say my part now or yeah or do full episode one one no you can John John do a full episode or do you want to add on to this um yeah I think no you can you can carry on talking it's fine okay I'm gonna make this thirty minutes good short <laughs> listen but um. Staying away from my husband because we we were apart for six months, which we'll talk about. It broke me. Yo, guys. Yo, yo, yo. Even in my anger, in my 
oh in my fury because i was angry there's that quote which is not from the bible but people like saying it um hell has no fury like a woman's scorn i and and that i could understand i can even articulate there's a thin line between love and hate and when you put down when you don't wear the armor of god every day and you don't fight for your marriage and you don't stay connected to god the devil will have a field play he will rape you because i felt so raped i felt so raped by the devil i felt so violated i've never been raped but i can imagine how those that have been raped um there's the violation i felt so violated it was a hurtful 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 process and it damaged the kids as well the kids went through a lot of trauma Uh, but like I said, we will talk about that in detail, I guess, once we've heard Tav's side of the story. No, we can, I'll do my 30 minutes now. I don't mind. <laughs> do not mind. Well, yeah. yeah, so that is my side of the broken. Yeah, so the beautiful thing about it, like, um, sure, actually, it's not beautiful. Well, the beautiful thing about it is that we we back together, right? Yeah. Um, But the broken, the word itself... Um, as my wife was talking, I couldn't not help but think of an accident on the highway with bodies um, all over the road, right? Um, this, yeah, this episode is a little bit gory and stuff, but these are the details that I think um, the world needs to know, right? Um, I don't think we're out here to paint pretty pictures. Right, um, and also not to paint each other bad, mm. right? Just to talk about what happened mm. and what happens, and how the enemy tries to dribble you into stuff. And obviously, it's not always the enemy, hey? It's just bad decisions people take mm. in marriage and bad decisions that I took. Yeah, um, have you said everything for the broken? Like, how did you deal? Like, from the broken part, like, how did you deal with um, finding messages on my phone and the cheating and all the stuff? Sure. I think I didn't deal with it. I just investigated and that fueled my rage. So I didn't mm. deal with it. I didn't confront you. I would confront you on some of the messages that were ridiculous. Mm. But on other messages that I came across, I would just... For me, it was like, oh, he has more proof. He has more proof. He has more proof. And I was storing up proof to, I don't know why, but it fueled, it was like, it was more fuel. So if I wanted to be angry at you, it's like I'd open up my archives to go through your messages and be like, ah, oh, this what? is what he said. Wait. This is what he said. If you wanted to be angry like at me. If, yeah, if I wanted to, like, so if I wanted to entice that spirit of anger. What to, do you mean? <laughs> so... Yeah. No, yeah. because it's a spirit. It is a spirit. So you'd sit in bed and then you'd feel yes. like, okay, I want to get rage, angry. Rage is a spirit. Um, rage and hatred and and vengeance. It's a spirit and it needs to be fed. The same way you need to get fed to feel strong, right? So that spirit was now in me. It was residing in me, right? Mm. So in it residing in me, I would sit on my bed when you're not at home You haven't come home. It's 12 midnight. That spirit would come and be like, look, he's not yet home. 
let's go through the messages go through messages go through messages go through messages and it's now it's it's now it's now fed it's angry it's now big it's grown it's you know it's a big fat spirit now when you come it's that big fat spirit that's able to say nonsense to you and not give a damn to what i'm saying to what i'm saying to you or have a filter to what i'm saying to you because that spirit is now full it's fed it's happy yeah hectic and were you aware of this or you no, this is hindsight this is hindsight and <laughs> that's why i encourage a lot of women that do not do not go through your husband's phones you know and it's guys as well, you've got my password yes you there's meant to be transparency right and that should be a goal in your marriage but when you when you get to find things that are not meant to be found what will happen and if you don't confront it so say you come across something in your husband's phone and you're like a girl has message confront it there and there and be like love or whatever you call your person who is this person messaging you i do not feel comfortable with how they're communicating and you address it you kill it it's done but the moment you don't address it and you archive it you've now opened the door to a spirit of vengeance you've opened a door to a spirit of depression you've opened a door to a spirit of um of gloom a spirit that just dark it's a dark spirit and that dark spirit needs to be fed the same way you feed a baby it needs to be fed so what it will do is it will be like ah nikki remember that message that came from samantha yeah it said this 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 and you start you start you start sitting and brewing over such stupid messages because you haven't addressed them and then mm. you are feeding the spirit mm. and then it also goes back to not sleeping angry Yes, it also goes back to not sleeping angry because my husband and I have this rule that we had it and we now reinforced it again. Do not let the sun go down when you're angry. Address things because mm. if you don't address things, guys, the enemy, it's like a leech. You've just mm. given the enemy something to cling on. You're like, oh, "Okay, she hasn't addressed this, so I'm going to bring in my little spirit of anger." Yeah, mm. take care. I won't lie like even as my wife is talking now um it is painful it's like reliving all that pain that we went through the beginning of 2019 right and I know um pain I caused her as well and obviously I'm not proud of it and we're obviously just doing this just to um help obviously hopefully mm-hmm. right anyone out there who might be struggling right and um I want to be frank Okay, when I when I speak. <laughs> uh, hey, I don't speak in circles. No, you don't. You hey? know, you're very raw. <laughs> raw, more raw than you. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm joking. And the intention is not to hurt each other. No, not at right. all. Right. This is for us. It's sort of like water under the bridge. Right. Um and also just a way of Yeah, I know I just say healing. It's a way of healing. The more you talk about a situation, the more you overcome. The more you keep silent about a situation, you will not overcome that situation. So the more you keep speaking, the more my husband and I keep talking about this, we are it's it's also a process for us. It's more like, oh baby, we're able to overcome that. We're able to overcome this. And it's it's like peeling back onions, like my husband would like to say. It's like peeling back the layers. Yeah. Yeah. And anyway, so um Sure. So, yeah, my wife said so much. Right. Um 
so this is march right and i just started that new job and then from the last episode i'd said um um i'm free now but then obviously like what my wife said um we're not really talking and stuff and i was already taking offense because i felt i'd already taken offense actually because i felt like um i was as a guy just providing 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 and not getting noticed right and it's a trap right um i feel that most guys go through right because and the trap is communication really right because the funny thing is um you'd be in a in a public space in a random space and you meet a random person like literally a random person a stranger right and to that stranger and guys it could be a guy or a girl not in a sexual way like it could be another person like could be a guy friend right or whatever and then to that friend i open up my heart and i share the things that i'm supposed to be sharing with my wife right so okay as i speak i'll also speak things that i learned in the moment right so um what i what i know for sure like when you are married or you're in a relationship with a person right you become intimate and intimacy is not first physical intimacy is first emotional right it's a hard thing right and it's where you get to know each other and get to sense get to know each other's feelings and each other's emotions and how like if i know if nikki drives out over here and someone drives fast in front of her she'll panic and she'll cry right i know that like that kind of stuff that's that's deep emotional stuff that you know about each other that's intimate so when the problem that i had like and it's something that we grow up with like when you're watching movies and stuff and you're seeing life um when people are intimate they're always sharing the nice things mm. right um so it's sitting here and saying oh today i i had such a great such, such a great day at work and we're talking about a movie we're planning a holiday and all that stuff but when it comes to the difficult conversations we forget that those difficult conversations as we talk about them they also create a deeper level of intimacy mm-hmm. right so what happens mostly in the, in life or what happened with me instead i'm going through a difficult time on my own in my heart right and and in my brain right i'm going through this whole difficult time we've just gone through a time of no jobs no one is working and it's frustrating me i'm not communicating with my wife right and those are deep emotions those are deep things that are constantly in my heart and constantly in my mind and instead of opening it up with my wife and taking up the opportunity to create a deeper level of intimacy i said it out there i opened up my heart with strangers and trust me when you open up my heart this is what we learned from uh, pastor paul right when you open up your wherever you open up your heart to or whoever you open up your heart to your heart 
your emotions soon follow mm. right your feelings soon follow right so whoever you're opening up your mouth to and telling them ah i'm feeling hurt i'm feeling down yeah i've been working i feel like i work so hard but i'm not appreciated at home um right um hey bro the last time we had sex was like two weeks three weeks ago so i'm saying all these things to strangers and to people out there and not saying it to my wife and obviously it cre- it's creates a deeper level of intimacy with another person and i like it because now they're giving me intimacy and i'm not feeling that intimacy with my wife and i'm not justifying my action it's a bad decision i made right and it happens to a lot of men and a lot of women out there right i just want to say again like when you are in a good space and you feel like you and your wife or your partner are very intimate listen to the con- track back to the conversations that you're having and see how many easy conversations and difficult conversations you're having and there has to be a balance right and we didn't have the balance i didn't have the balance i like the good life i like feeling good i'm a very optimistic person and all the stuff i always want to see things go well i find it very difficult well i used to right and i'm learning but find it very difficult to confront difficult situations and discuss them right um but hindsight like i said i've learned that those difficult situations or conversations also create a deeper level yeah. of intimacy it's like there's this other this this other gentleman we he used to he's our soul group leader actually right and and he was he was real with me and you say to me like um you say to me like the best thing to do after a fight or after a difficult conversation mm-hmm. is the baps right is the love making because it's deep you even feel it like yes like i don't want to get into the details <laughs> my parents listen to this stuff right but like that that's what i'm trying to say right? but then when it gets really really difficult we need to hold hands and lean towards each other and 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 stuff but for me that wasn't happening mm. and i i flopped like randomly it was such a random thing like a random person just start talking to a random person who means nothing and all the stuff and i was opening up and i was having a good time right and i let this thing grow to what it was not supposed to be and obviously like i said and i don't know i'm just I'm a bad cheater, bro. I'm joking. Wow. <laughs> right? Like things just get exposed, bro. Right? Everything done in the dark will always get exposed. I know niggas that don't get exposed, no, but they anyway, will eventually get exposed. <laughs> yeah, but I get I got exposed, eh? Um and rightfully so, right? Um I also don't believe in this whole thing that you're like I know you say you shouldn't check your spouse's wife, the what you mm-hmm. meant I mean your your spouse's phone but what you're meant to say right is um do not like when you start feeling suspicious don't make your partner feel suspicious of anything right mm. your relationship should be transparent right if we're sitting here and obviously I'm I'm in the lounge and I keep my phone on flight mode or always upside down and when a call comes through I ignore it she's going to get suspicious and she will check it it's 
life she's all besides intuition it's life life yeah right it is how it is so just don't get into that space don't put your partner in that position you need to respect your people right and i was disrespecting you quite a lot in those days like i was in a mess eh like i i let myself go right and also like what my wife is saying uh, we were tired and when she says we're tired like it sounds like oh, okay now we're just tired of fighting or rah me i was tired of everything i was like do you know what ne? i want to live my own life right selfishly so as well right i was like it's fine i'll carry on doing what i need to do at home but i'm just gonna live my own life and i said this i think we mentioned it in our previous episodes that when you live do things in the dark and stuff and you start making decisions on your own or you stop communicating it creates room for for a secret life mm-hmm. you understand so now okay cool like my wife says that whole incident happened when she was um when she was washing the car and all that stuff and i just to be honest i was a jerk i didn't care i didn't care that her mom was there my mom in love was there as well i didn't care i just didn't care i was just a jerk i was a typical guy i could say in christianese <laughs> backslidden <laughs> right um and like once again it just it's one of those things i don't want to get into the backsliding thing but it's i'll say in christianese i had backslidden okay and i just backslidden do you know what i'm not going to use the word backsliding do you know why because i find it very arrogant it's an it's a it's a nice way out for a christian messing up mm. or for a person not even a christian for a gentleman or a man or a woman messing up and living a sinful life like oh i had backslidden that's some bs i hate that crap mm. right but i was disrespectful to my wife i was living like a jerk i was living my own life on my own i didn't care about her stuff because of hurt and previous issues that we had in the previous year i just didn't care like jack shit i didn't care right i'd lie a lot all the stuff and everything and it created the cycle in our house that um so now i'm living this not caring life my wife would discover things on my phone and instead of um confronting me obviously like she says like she was angry she was enraged but also there was no environment for confrontation mm-hmm. like no one cared right but then what would happen and this art satan was now doing that vicious cycle now so nikki would find stuff um like god would expose things that my life to her that's how i'd see it because um i'm still a child in his house right and i'm married to his daughter right so god is not stupid god doesn't hide that crap it's like hey that's my daughter homie so she would find it um but then instead of um like what she she mentioned confronting she'd write it down like she said she'd write it down take screenshots and send it to the church and then send it to family as well and then for me i was like what the wtf is this bra so it would make me even more angry right like you know what ah satan this is the life so i'm going to carry on living it 
Right? So we just carried on, found myself in this spiraling down this little whirlpool, right? Like just carrying on going down to the point where our relationship really broke. The night where we had a big fight, right? Um, the details that Nikki didn't want to get into, but it was a horrible fight, right? It was, it was bad. It was so bad. It was so bad when there was a... <laughs> and there's a list going around on Twitter. I thought my wife was going to put me on that list, right? <laughs> That's how angry she was. But she left on that day. Left. Just left. Oh, yeah. So this is what I want to say before we get to that day. Like, the counseling, no? And I know you said, um, you mentioned that counseling, at that time, we needed a spiritual intervention. I feel like with the problem with that counseling, yeah? The problem with that counseling was not the counseling, right? Um, the problem was with um, everything, the whole situation, right? Um, there was a lot of counseling works, right? Mm, I did say it works. It works. Um, however, if I, if you're going to go into counseling and you're still in a position to blame each other, mm. it won't work. Yeah, that's powerful. You understand? So would get and would sit with our pastor at that time, right? And in the counseling session, he's just sitting innocently on the other side, listening to your couple talking, right? And it would be, yeah, Tubbs does this, Tubbs is doing this, Tubbs is doing that, Tubbs is doing that, Tubbs is doing this, Tubbs is doing that, Tubbs is doing this, Tubbs is doing that. And I am not the type of person who... I don't want to say blames, right? I do it in other ways because I was doing it in the way I live my life. I was just not caring. I was just being a douchebag, right? Um, Nikki was saying it to the world. That's her way of dealing with the issues that we were going through at that time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and in the counseling session, I couldn't get myself to say, but my wife is doing this, but this is how I feel. But this is where I'm at. I couldn't get myself to the place of being intimate and vulnerable and say, guys, this is how I'm feeling. This is where I'm hurting. And this is the bad decisions I've made. Instead, arrogantly and very proudfully, right, I would say, um, I would say, I trying to remember the words exactly. I would say, no, it's fine. I understand the mistakes that I've made. I understand the bad decisions I've made. And I will repent. And in that very sentence, I've taken power back to myself and say, hey, it's not up to you, niggas. I repent. I understand where I stand. And it would frustrate my wife. My wife would be like, no, but you said you're going to repent. You said you're going to repent. And I'm like, no, I'm going to do it in my own time. <laughs> but proudfully so. Right? I'm like, I'll do it in my own time. Right? Because I was not understanding the pain I was causing. And... Uh, darkness i was bringing into the into the house and into the family sure. right as a as a leader right and um i was proud i was arrogant about none and i like i repent in my own time right and it was stupid of me to do that and i felt justified right mm. to speak like that and i was just being a jerk like literally being a jerk right um at the same time, I really was tired of living a sinful life. I don't know if that makes sense, right? And I wanted 
a real thing. I don't know if that makes sense. Like, I wanted a real repentance. And I know, because my wife and I would talk, she'd be like, just make a decision and be okay and be normal. I was in a place where I was like, hey, bro, I've been living for others for so long. And I was already stuck in this selfish world. And I knew I was in sin. I knew that I was headed for darkness. And I was living in darkness, right? And I wanted to get out, right? I remember even calling um, AA on my own without even telling her. I'm calling AA. I just want to see how to deal with this thing, right? And I remember even calling um, one of the pastors at, at, at our old church, like one of the guys who, who walked with me when we were getting married, right? And I spoke to him. I was like, dude, this is how I'm feeling. I know I'm hurting my wife. This is, I'm struggling to get to that point where it's true repentance because of the pain I'm feeling and all that stuff. And he explained to me, like, dude, just, just for the peace because you're about to lose your wife. Right, you're about to lose your wife. Um, just, just repent. Just talk to her. Tell her how you're feeling. Right, And I remember that Saturday, bro. I remember it. <laughs> and I'm not painting my wife as a bad person, but I'm just showing you the plans of the enemy and his strategies and how it really works. Right. And I know we don't have a lot of time, but I want this episode to end on a power note. <laughs> but so I get, I speak to my old. Um, youth pastor and he was like dude just I hear how you're feeling I'm praying for you just do this just make it right man just just be open I know it's difficult have that difficult conversation with your wife and I was like okay cool I get back where he was washing his car and all that stuff I get back home right and and I was like okay Nikki I'm ready to talk we sit in the car man. <laughs> So, so this is the advice I got. I was like, I, this is the advice I got. I was told, you know how your wife is. Just go. She, she, she's a detailed person. And she wants to know every single thing that happened when you went out at night and you came back late. Right? Just fess up. So it's out in the open and it's not easy. And I understand the principle right now. And I was ready to do that. I was like, okay, cool. And I understand that. That's who I am. Right? When we met, when we are courting there... Um, we never told you this, but I went, I don't know if you spoke about it. I went and I listed every single girl I had a thing with. And even if it was a fling, kiss and all that stuff and everything. And at that time, my wife wasn't ready to deal with so much detail. But I went and I said everything because there's freedom in truth. Mm. It sets you free. Anyway, so I'm ready to have this set you free conversation with my wife. Now, hoping to get this thing behind us and start a journey of reconciliation right without going completely separated and that conversation we wouldn't have like we wouldn't have those conversations of wow we're separating we're separating right um ah (laughs) remember what happened that day (laughs) so yeah we sit in the car (laughs) sitting in the car right so I'm like, okay, love, I'm going to fess up everything. I'm going to tell you in detail where I was, what was happening, and all that stuff. With the heart for us, for you to hear it, if you can't take it after this, you're welcome to say, okay, cool, dude, I need some time off, or we'll, we'll go past it. I say the first sentence, like, ah, you're lying. I'm like, hey, man, 
what do you mean I'm lying? And I'm not painting you as a bad person. I just find it very hilarious on hindsight. And this is a, not the crazy, but I don't want to call you crazy, but this is the rage that you were talking about. And I didn't know you said it was like a spirit thing. But yeah, it was weird, bruh. So I'm here, I'm about to face up and my wife pulls out a list of every single day I came home late. And every single thing that I said and all that stuff. I was like, what? Why are you keeping record of all that stuff, dude? Yes, like my blood cringed. And now in my head, I'm thinking, what the hell is wrong with Christians? <laughs> I'm not even thinking my wife anymore might be hurt and she was going through a rough time and she couldn't, she felt that she would lose herself when talking about it as she said her dad used to question her quite a lot so she became this um cia kind of human being right so i at that point i was like what kind of christian is this who keeps a record of wrong i am out of here (laughs) and i wilded out like crazy like i thought i didn't care Uh, then i didn't care right um and then and then we had the big fight. And then that's when she moved out. Right. And I was in shock. I was like in shock. Like what? What day was it? It was a Tuesday. I still went to work. I still went to work. I went to work. I went to work as well. I went to work. And then you're gone. And then I'd try to reach out to you. Like that time for me is blurry right it's really blurry because i was in shock right mm. um yeah i went to work because i was sitting at a i was helping at a client and it was a time when i was i was driving with a red gear gear car girl right and hey you got in the car and then luckily i don't know it's just how life worked I was already carpooling with this person, so I was able to go to work. Mm. Right. Um, one week went, nothing. It's like, hey, man. Hi. Weekend comes through, my homie picks me up. Like, you know what? Vazalwaneva. Vazalwane is AKA religious Christian. I'm joking. <laughs> it's slang Christian in South Africa, church going Christian. I was like, nah, bro. Nebra. I think Nebra. I was so hurt by my wife leaving. Right. And I think in the next episode, this one is called Broken, eh? Yeah. Right. Where we were both broken. Mm. Um for me, that broken, there was no point of return. I had hope, but the anger that you you showed. Rage. Uh, it wasn't anger. Oh, the rage. It was rage. Yeah. When they say a woman can kill you while you're sleeping, they mean... <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, but um, it was horrible, right? And in the next episode, which we'll record very soon, we'll be talking about the route to separation. I mean, to restoration. And I just want to say that it... It sucks sometimes that you have to learn via experience. But in hindsight, I am so glad 
that I know that I will never go back there ever again. I never want to go back there to that space. And, and I think in sharing this, it's to help others to have red alarms to see not to enter such spaces and know what to do. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think um, in our next episode, as my husband said, we'll go into detail. But thank you thus far for listening to our episode called Broken. And remember, God does still restore and heal broken marriages. Lots of love. <laughs>